Welcome to the STEM Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, John Van Dusen. This is episode 40, Dominoes. We are working with Dominoes this week and probably for the next couple weeks with my pre-K through third grade classes here in STEM world. Uh, my fourth grade is working with Lego robots and my fifth grade is working through the scientific method uh, using paper airplanes as their vehicle, get it, to learn about the scientific method. And if you want to know more about the scientific method, I'm going to plug my podcast here. You can go back to episode 16 of the STEM teacher podcast and listen to the scientific method. But let's get right into it. First thing we need to know is the types of dominoes out there. There's several different types and they go by doubles. Uh, there's double sixes, double nines, all the way up to double 18. And what that double means is that like double sixes, for instance, it means you can have a domino. It has two sides on it. That's the double. And the, the highest number it goes to is six. So there'll be six dots on one side, six dots on the other. You can go all the way up to double 18s, which has 18 dots per side. Um, now, not every domino has the same number of dots on each side. Uh, if you look at the domino pizza logo, it has a one dot on one side and a two dots on the other side. Um, so those are the different types of dominoes you can get. For younger kids, I'd recommend double sixes. I have double nines in my uh, STEM classroom. That's because we go all the way up to fourth grade. Double 18s, I've never seen those, but those sound like it would be pretty confusing. So uh, before we get into the different games, I want to say if you can get a hold of some domino holders, that'll really help, especially younger kids. I've seen older gentlemen down in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, they'll have their dominoes all face down and they'll take both hands and they'll just pick them up and they can look and see all their dominoes. Little kids cannot do that. So a domino holder, just a piece of plastic or a piece of wood, think of a Scrabble tile holder, that type of thing. Um, otherwise, you can just have a piece of paper taped to the desk and they can hold their dominoes under it because kids are, are really worried about people cheating and looking at their dominoes. Um, just just put that in the in the front part of your mind when that happens. You can take a piece of paper and just tape it to the desk and that'll work if you don't have access to domino holders. So let's talk about some domino vocabulary. Didn't know you'd be getting an English lesson today. So first off, uh, the first word we're going to go with is pips. So a pip is the name of the dots on each domino. So each dot is a pip. And that's kind of fun to say. A uh, spinner is our next word. Now, a spinner is a double. Uh, as I mentioned with the double sixes, double nines, a spinner is one of those dominoes that has the same number of dots on both sides. And in some games, a spinner, you can play off all four sides. So if you're lining up the dots matching pips, if you will, six pip to six pip, three pip to three pip, if somebody lays a spinner, Tip in, in some games and in some house rules, you can play off all four sides of that domino, um, which will bring us to our next word, creating an arm. An arm is a row of dominoes extended in a straight line. So usually it's just a straight line. If you put a spinner in there and the rules say that you can play off all four sides, you can branch one arm off into three more arms. So that is a spinner and an arm. And the last one is boneyard. And a boneyard are the tiles that are not drawn initially for the for the game. So if you're supposed to draw seven tiles and the person you're playing against draws seven tiles, all of the dominoes that are left that are laying face down are in what they call the boneyard. 
All right, we're going to talk about a few different games you can play with dominoes, especially with younger kids. Um, there are tons of games you can play. I'm just going to cover four. Uh, the first one is One Arm Joe. If you remember back from our vocabulary word, arm is just a row of dominoes that extend in a straight line. So in One Arm Joe, each player draws three dominoes or tiles, sometimes they're called. And the youngest player goes first and they lay one tile down. And the next player tries to match either side with the same number of pips. If they are not a lot, if they don't have a domino to do so, they must draw dominoes from the boneyard until they can play. All right. And the winner is whoever runs out of dominoes first. So with this game, if you put down a spinner or a double domino, it does not allow you to play off all four sides. So it's single arm Joe, which means there's one arm of the of the string it's easy for little kids they can match you know whichever domino is on the end and if they have to draw they have to draw until they can play so it's similar to uh, some house rules with uno with whoever gets rid of all their dominoes first is the winner that's the first game it's called one arm joe uh second game is called 21 now i haven't seen this anywhere online i might have invented it I'm not really sure. I, I didn't invent it. I saw it somewhere. Um, but what happens is you draw five tiles. And what you do is one person lays down a domino. And you only use one side. And that's the side facing the middle. So you're facing your opponent. The side in the middle is the only one you're using. And what you're trying to do is get as close to you as you can to 21 without going over. So let's say we have player one and player two. Player one lays down a domino and there's a three. Next player lays down a six. We add those up, we're at nine right now. So player one lays a one, now we're sitting at 10. There's some strategy here based on the types of dominoes you have. Okay, if you're playing with double sixes, it might be different than if you're playing with double nines, but we're at 10 right now. Player two lays a six, 10 plus six is 16. Player one lays a four. He lays a four, bringing the 16 up to 20. And now player two cannot play because they do not have a one or a zero. You can also play a zero. So player one wins that point. So let's take a second round where somebody gets exactly 21. Player one lays a six. Player two lays a six. Now we're up to 12. Player three lays a five. Now we're up to 17. And player two lays a four. So now player two wins that round because they got exactly 21. So it's kind of a fun game. It takes a little bit of work in the beginning to teach the kids that they're only using one side of the domino, but that is the game of 21. All right, the third game we're going to talk about is war. It's almost exactly like cards. You split up all of the dominoes amongst two players. You can play three players, um, and what you do is you take the dominoes face down and you flip one up at a time and put it in the middle. Now this time you need to add up both sides. So if I have a domino that has a five on one side and a one on the other, my total is six. If my opponent has one that's a five on one side and a four on the other, their total is nine. They get to keep both dominoes. Um, this is a game that it takes adding and it takes comparing and it can take a long time if depending on how many dominoes you're using. Um, if you, I have bins of 108 dominoes. If you split up up 108 dominoes, so everybody gets 54 dominoes, the game could take forever. But you win by taking all of your opponent's dominoes. Now, 
where the war comes in is if you both lay dominoes that are equal. So I lay a, lay a five and a four, which equals nine, and my opponent lays a six and a three, which equals nine. Now we have a war. So we take three dominoes face down from, from our pile, and we push them to the middle. So now we have six dominoes plus the two that are originally played. That's eight dominoes are at stake. And we, th we each take one more domino, domino nine and ten, and we put them out there. Whoever wins with that tenth domino wins the whole stack. So you can go from winning one domino to winning five dominoes. And the winner is whoever takes all of the opponent's dominoes. If you've ever played War with Cards, it's the same thing, only one extra step because you have to add the totals of both sides of your domino. Uh, the next game is Stack It Up, and it's not a counting game at all, um, but it can be fun if you've ever played Jenga. It's similar to that. And what you do is you lay down four dominoes. doesn't matter, face up, face down. And everybody takes a turn trying to stack the dominoes higher and higher and higher and higher. And it's really easy because if it falls down on your turn, you lose. So if you're playing with somebody else and you stack a domino up and they go to put a domino up and somehow knock it down, you win. So just kind of a fun, just a fun way to play with dominoes. Last thing I'm going to talk about with dominoes is chain reactions. And that's what we're doing in STEM class this week is we're talking about chain reactions and how they work. And I lead off with a couple of videos, which I'll put in the show notes, um, one of them is from Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect trick uh, Ping Pong Trick Shots 4 shows a fantastic chain reaction using a Rube Goldberg machine in the very beginning. Um, the next one I show is it's a commercial for Honda Accord. It's called The Cog. It is amazing. With another Rube Goldberg machine, but what they do is they take a Honda Accord and they actually take a ton of the parts apart from it and they build this Rube Goldberg machine. And it starts with a gear rolling down a board, bumping into another gear, and it just goes through, and it uses all the parts of the car until you get to the final scene where the car, the it hits the key fob, and the trunk closes on the car, which sets the, uh, the pivot point a little different, and it rolls down a little ramp. It's really, really cool. And then I do show them, it's a, it's a more of a science type video. Um, it's a college professor who's doing a demonstration showing that you can use a domino um, to knock over a domino, uh, the next domino that is one and a half times the size of the domo, domino previous. The professor's name is Stephen Morris. Um, I'm trying to find out where he's from at this second, but he does some pretty cool science videos. He does uh, you know, these domino videos. So that's how I start off with the chain reactions. And then I just let the kids cut loose. I have four pieces of paper on my board. One shows a diamond. One shows what looks like bowling pins. One looks like a curvy tree and one looks like a spiral. And I say, I want you to try these four. After you get these four, you can make any combination of them. And they do it and it's fun. And they love doing the chain reactions. So that's it for episode 40, Dice. We talked about the different types of dominoes, double sixes, nines, 18s. We talked about getting domino holders for little hands. We also talked about the vocabulary of dominoes, pips, spinners, boneyards, arm. We talked about a bunch of different games. We talked about one-arm Joe. We talked about 21. We talked about war. We talked about stack them up. And we talked about chain reactions and where you can go to find those chain reactions and have kids have fun 
doing chain reactions. So that's it for the STEM Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, John Van Dusen, asking you to keep an open mind and try something new every day. You've been listening to the STEM Teacher Podcast hosted by John Van Dusen. You can find the STEM Teacher Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow John Van Dusen on Twitter at Mr. Underscore JVD.